Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Tim Wildman, president of the American Family Association. Welcome back. Welcome back, everyone. To today's issues on the American Family Radio Network. We'll be here for the next 25 minutes. Tim Wildman with Ed Pataglianno and Steve Jordahl. Good morning, Good Steve. Good morning. How are you, sir? I'm well. It's a nice day outside and where we are. No, it's a nice day everywhere. I have declared it. Decreed it. Uh, the folks in the Pacific Northwest might, yeah, they might, might, disagree. might disagree with What's you. What's going on there? Huh? What's going on there? Well, they had a big meteor hit there that destroyed Washington and <laughs> Oregon. I, I need to call my sister. Yeah, you no, need to pay attention. She lives uh, in Seattle. So they're oh. it's gone. No, no, they uh, they've had a uh, really bad Huge bad storm. storm that's uh, and it's sweeping across the country up the northern plains and now going to hit. Uh, I, I am sorry. I did, I, 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 did, I wasn't aware of that. Was it was it like big rainstorm or snow or what? Rain. Right. And flooding and hurricane force winds. Get out. Oh, yeah. I Big really time. do need to check on my yeah. sister. Actually, I, I called my daughter. My daughter lives in Eugene, Oregon, which is south of Portland, a uh, couple, three hours south of Portland. Okay. Um, uh, two hours if I'm driving. And um, <laughs> <laughs> and the uh, she had no clue either. She said, we've been getting a lot of rain, but I haven't heard it about. And she's fairly politically astute. I mean, she yeah. watches news, so I don't know. I, I'm. It, but it was really. My sister and her husband are a uh, couple of conservatives in a sea of leftist lunacy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, they they want to get out as soon as they're retired and where, able where, to. Where, where are they? They're in, uh, Olympia. Okay. They're they're out, out outside in uh, Washington yeah, State. I like the way you described that. Yeah. That would be a great opening line for a country song. Right you know there. what? You and I need to start writing some country songs. We really do. Selling them to, you know, yeah. because we come up with some good stuff. Right. Even though I can't read music. Couple of conservatives. How would you know that? In a Let's, sea you know, of left-wing I, lunacy. I, that's a great. It is. That may be a, I don't know if that's the chorus or that's the opening line. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know much about The that. hook. <clears throat> Every country call song it. has to have a hook. Has to have a hook. Yeah. Well, that was it right there. There you go. Steve. Hooked on phonics. Bring it, Steve. <laughs> well, we have found a whistleblower in the FBI that is really bringing some of this parental anger to the fore, as to use a technical term. Um, this is uh, an FBI whistleblower who, who released a letter from the FBI, a, an internal memo, that has labeled these protesters at... Uh, these school board meetings. With well, what- hold on just a second. I think we need to reset this. Reset. Not, not to correct you. No, no. They're not protesters. Oh, yeah. The, these, the are parents. Mom, these are parents. Thank you. Who are showing up at school at some school boards across the country because they found out what their kids are being taught mm-hmm. and they're upset exactly. about it. It's a very good correction. Yeah. Okay. So, so and so go ahead. And, and so you may remember that the uh, national boards of school uh, National School Boards Association sent a letter to the Justice Department saying, you know, hey, we need to need help with this. Uh, we think they're domestic terrorists. All these parents are domestic terrorists. And we found out later that the school boards and the White House 
actually colluded on this letter before. And the Justice Department. And the Justice Department colluded to this letter. Well, so the Justice Department, uh, 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 the Department of Homeland Security uh, Secretary er, um, and Attorney General Merrick Garland, actually, Attorney General Merrick Garland was before the House and the Senate um, uh, committees, um, and they... He denied that this was going to go. This isn't for parents. This is for people who threaten, who violence and threaten to kill somebody. Well, in this letter, we're finding out that the counterterrorism and criminal divisions of the FBI created a threat tag. Now, that's something that they put next to your name if you're a threat so they can bring up all the people that are threats. The threat tag is... Edu officials, E D U O F F I C I A L S, Edu officials. If if you're protesting and and they think you're a threat, that name you get a file in the FBI and that that tag goes along with you. So now they can monitor you easier and classify you and group you all together. Um, let me tell you, the the uh, Jim Jordan is not a happy man about this. He's he's sent a letter to Merrick Garland accusing him of lying under oath because Garland was adamant that this is not happening. And uh, the attorney general is being asked to come back, right? Yes. Okay. So let me ask you, Steve, you may not know the answer to this. This may be in the the weeds a little bit. But um, the Patriot Act famously passed after 9-11, which was meant to empower federal intelligence agencies including the FBI, to empower them to legally listen in on conversations uh, of people, spy on people. Let me just put it that way. Spy on people. Or wiretap if you're, uh, if you're Donald Trump. Yes. <laughs> Who may be having conversations with people overseas. You, you listen in. Are they plotting something against our country? Right. Okay. Those kinds of things. It makes it easier to spy on, wiretap, whatever. Right. Is this that you're talking about, is this the kind of thing that these parents are now going to be targeted with? Is this, in, in other words, is it just a label that's put and then you have a file under the, in the FBI or do they follow up that label with investigations and maybe even listening and on your phone conversations? I don't believe that there's any way that they could uh, launch an investigation for all of the people, <laughs> as many people are right. upset around the country that they would, devote resources to that my guess and it is a guess is that no they're not going as far as yet to launch resource uh investigations however if the if the the person the parent shows up in more than one time or maybe gets a little angry and shouts something they shouldn't shout at the school board you know while they're in session um or maybe he's misunderstood i'm gonna get you come august you know that's the election but it sounds like i'm gonna do violence to you yeah then all bets are off i think well, I I, I, th- I want to say, th- I'm just going to say this, uh, obviously the thing with the parents, this is ludicrous, and the federal government and the attorney general and Mayorkas, whoever else is involved in this, uh, this is a travesty, but I also do not like the power of the federal government being unleashed in uh, in secretive ways against U.S. citizens simply because they put a, a, a label on them of domestic terrorism. I'm not saying that that's been done, but that's what that's what the, with this uh, association of school boards wanted. 
Well, did, did, didn't they? They, they wanted did. them to they be asked, treated as domestic terrorists. They asked them. They they asked them to be treated as domestic terrorists. Now we know that they have a threat. What's called a threat label. And yeah, this is the <clears throat> back to the original threat top tag. of this story. So, yeah. Point of this story. <clears throat> this is a whistleblower. Yes. That's uh, somebody inside the. There are three deep state conservatives in Washington D.C. Right. Just three. So one of the three <laughs> has uh, become a whistleblower here, and uh, what the what the whistleblower is providing uh-huh. is an email, internal email of the Federal Bureau of Investigation. Correct right. me if I'm wrong here, showing that that the, the FBI is looking at going after. I don't know if surveil is the right word. Tagging, uh, huh? Tagging, tagging, yeah, Ta- like tagging, which means like keep an eye on these folks, right? And right. what the some of the Republican congressmen and senators are saying that Merrick Garland denied that the FBI was doing this. Yeah, uh, he has oversight over the FBI as Attorney General, and now they're saying he he told us a whopper. Yeah, and we want to call him back in to get an answer on this. Because he said this is not happening. Well, they're going to play language games. He's yeah. going to say, "Well, we meant threats of violence, not and and, and, and literal." And that's th- how Democrats th- do. They play language. They play lang- uh, language games with the border. That's yeah. why the when, when uh, Cruz said, "What about Biden's cages?" I don't know what. Then that they means. then then Democrats say, "We don't know what you're talking. We don't know what cages are." Oh, and Trump's in the same facilities. Yeah. Right. Same become, people. They become kids in cages mm-hmm. and AOC and. Yes. No, Democrats go down there, you know, saying, look, and what, weep and over weep. the cages. They weep and cages. cages. That's yeah. right. Yeah. It was interesting when Jim Jordan was questioning um, Garland at this hearing, he gave two or three other examples of the time that the Justice Department has jumped at something Joe Biden wanted or needed. And I might now add to those the Veritas. Um, Project Veritas, the, the banging down of their door to get a diary that Joe Biden's daughter wrote. Right, that they said was stolen, so, yeah. which if if it is. Now, I, I do give a little bit of room here. Let me just say let me just say what I was going to say first and then throw, Go out, ahead, the, throw out the caveat. Go ahead, liberal. <laughs> On your own. So ordinarily, if something like that is stolen, that is a city or a county or a mm-hmm. state issue, not a federal issue. We used to always kid around when I was growing up. Don't make a federal case out of it. Okay, that's what we used to say. Now, I will say this. If and this is the liberal part, if, if, if you want to put it that way, if there are national security secrets in that diary, then I could see where the FBI would get involved. But I don't see how like the daughter of Joe Biden's diary would Dear have diary. Yes. The nuclear code. <laughs> I was just going to say silo like, in Cheyenne. Yes. Is four nine seven seven. Dad came into my room last night and said he was having trouble remembering the nuclear codes. Yes. <laughs> right. So I wrote them down on my list with hope all my better, other hope, passwords. Hope for better things tomorrow. That's diary. right. Yes. Uh, so I just wanted to say that I, I could understand if. But I don't see how a, 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 a lady, a grown woman's diary. No, no, this is this is about uh, intimidating conservative news outlets and especially Project Veritas specifically because they do invest, uh, undercover investigative reporting on left-wing organizations. Uh, so the Justice Department is trying to rattle their cages, right. so to speak. This is what I think is going on clearly with – because look who they are. They're Project Veritas. Yeah. And so uh, – Interesting, uh, only a handful of 
news media organizations have come out defending Project Veritas. Uh, the Washington Post, I think, did, to their credit, did say something. Uh, maybe another one or two. But most of them have ACLU said they're not real journalists. Almost right, like saying right. so they got what they deserved. Yeah, usually, well, usually journalistic organizations band together when, especially to fight uh, the federal government trying to shut them down. Mm-hmm. Uh, conservative or liberal, they usually uh, you know band together when against the high-handed federal government. Uh, if that's rare in America when the federal government gets involved in media, but in this case, <laughs> yeah. in in this case, they did. You're listening to uh, today's issues on American Family Radio. If you want to send us an email, go to comments at AFR.net. Comments at AFR.net. Next story, Steve. Has the, uh, the, the health people in this country, have they been kind of a little secretive about the fact that this uh, vaccine does not prevent you from getting COVID or prevent you from spreading it? Is that a, a secret that nobody knows about? Because I've been hearing a lot of it, uh, that that's like from the CDC website and and uh, everything. Well, that's why. Well, some of them are like Dr. Fauci. He has been saying the uh, vaccines uh, shots from last year, well, earlier this year, I should say, are waning. That's why you're going to need to have a booster. Well, but, it, it, the word has not gotten to our friends over at the View, Whoopi Goldberg, etc. Um, and and, and Bila, they are friends. They are friends. Yeah. I, I was uh-huh. I was texting with Whoopi last night. Um, Jedediah Bila is one of their um, co panelists i think she's conservative but anyway she uh did not get the vaccine she's off the show and was zooming in uh because she has a medical exemption from this and she says it's signed by three doctors there's different reasons she didn't go into the details of her own health but she says i have a medical um exemption from this vaccine and she said by the way um you know uh we know that this vaccine doesn't uh, prevent you from getting or spreading the 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 virus. Wow, you should have heard. You're going to hear actually the uh, the way that this they erupted. Let's listen to cut four. Let's look at the science. This is a vaccine that was created to prevent severity of disease and to prevent hospitalizations. Now we can have a whole debate on that in itself, but the vaccine does not prevent you from getting COVID and does not prevent you from transmitting. Oh my COVID. goodness. Reality, well, and no, we have that's seen that. not so. Come on. No, You've been at Fox TV too long. You don't have to listen to me on that. You don't have to listen to me. You can listen to the director of the CDC. You can look at the CDC's website. <laughs> that is why masks were reinstated for people who were vaccinated, because they said, and they admitted, they came out and said, this for this Delta variant, transmission is going I, to be a thing for vaccinated and you know unvaccinated what, people. I'm not opposed to the vaccine, you know what, but I Jed? am opposed to the mandate 100% on the grounds of people have died from COVID, including right. Manny's in-laws. And I just, we've been friends a long time, but I just, uh, Manny's parents, I just don't understand why you would choose to prioritize your personal freedom over health and safety of others. And so I just, I just, I just so really again, don't think that we again, should allow Sonny, this kind of misinformation again, um, on, again, on our Sonny, website. Again, Sonny, I am we've prioritizing. Had well, these are... United that's uh, you're hearing from uh, Joy Behar first, and then Sonny Hostin. Yeah. That's some low information people there, <laughs> and the people in the in the audience clapping. Yeah. So so we we all know we've been listening, and again, folks, if you're going to get tickets for the View, <laughs> yes. uh, you know what I'm saying. We're not talking about rocket science scientist here yeah if if uh you know what you're gonna get yeah so if my wife and i go 
to Pizza Hut. Right. You're getting pizza. We know there's pizza there. We're not going to be shocked yeah. by it. You're so. going to get tickets to go see The View. You're going to know there's low information liberals right. in the audience. Look, look. Now we have said, and we won't. We will keep saying it, just it's so we're not we misunderstood. That we are not making fun of people who have gotten the vaccine or who are not getting the vaccine. We have different. We have. Uh, I, I don't know what the percentages it's, it's, the are. The Bible doesn't say that. This is not thus saith the Lord. Right. The the getting the vaccine or not is not thus saith the Lord. But you can expect. That if you are on the side of not getting the vaccine, you're going to hear what you heard at the end of that clip. And that is so over 700,000 people have died, including people I know. And so you are so selfish that you're only thinking about yourself and not thinking about other people. That's what you're going to hear. That's very unfair. It is unfair. It's very unfair. And but what the conservative contributor there to the program, whose name I can't... Yeah, yeah, she's very good. She's very articulate. Just listening to her right there is, uh, she was making the point that we made many times here that now the reason that, uh, the, the, the COVID cases are going up in certain parts of the country right now is because people who have had the vaccine shots are getting COVID. I've got a and uh, and they're spreading COVID, and that's all she was saying, right? And there was no retro uh, pushback. They call them breakthrough cases. No, breakthrough case, yeah, but they're like getting massive now. Right. They're not, they're not right. breakthrough. I've got a, a rest home in Connecticut, a nursing home in Connecticut that had eighty nine infections. It just went through like wildfire. Unfortunately, eight people died, all with uh, outstanding comorbidities. These are elderly people in the the group that's most susceptible, but out of those 89 people that got COVID, 87 were fully vaccinated. Yeah. Yes. That's yeah. the definition. So, right all right, let's move on from the view. That's all I want to talk about that. All right. Uh, we've been talking about what's going on in Kenosha, and, you know, I know you guys talked about the uh, the jury that's out. The pending verdict. The pending verdict, and they, they're on uh, they're on. Edge. Notice on an edge because they could, yeah they could be having some violence. But there's there. like 400 national guardsmen there. I don't think anything's going to happen. Well, I hope not. But um, I want you to get the. This is the sense of the the country and the liberals in this country. Uh, this is a tweet from Gregory McKelvey, and he is the vice chair of Oregon's Democrat Black Caucus, and he has a message, a request for employers across the country, but maybe in Oregon especially. He says, employers, consider giving your black employees a day or two off after the Rittenhouse verdict. Regardless of the outcome, it's going to be hard for black people to work. And it's not fair to expect them to. Because Is this two a white joke? People, Is this, this a no, joke? Because two white people got uh, got killed by another white man. So the, the, this person is saying that if the uh, Rittenhouse uh, verdict comes down and he is acquitted... It doesn't matter, he says, what, what, the, what the verdict is. Really? Yeah, that's what he says. Well, let me just say, uh, if I was a, a black guy, okay, <laughs> and my boss said because of the Rittenhouse uh, verdict, we're going to give you a couple days off, I'd say, okay, whether I was upset or not. So that's that's Well, we got to have with nature. pay. Oh yeah, dude, it's got to be. That. I'm sure that would be with pay. That that's what. Yeah, he's asking. Well, I, I think office. that's. I, I quite frankly, I think that's an insult to black people to say that they're going to be so emotionally distressed 
over a case in Kenosha, Wisconsin, involving three white people. No, no. four white people, basically. No, look, that, it's just like, were they gonna have emotional breakdowns? That's what he's saying here, huh? Well, it, it is. Why is this? And am I missing something? I have I have been assuming that the reason that this is a quote unquote racial issue is because the rioting was being done by Black Lives Matter and Antifa. Folks right. who were, Antifa is mostly white people, as far as I can tell. Yeah. Um, is this is, is this because of the shooting that the, was in Kenosha? The, the, you of mean the white the, why officer? he's worried? Yes. I, I, I'm not, why it's, is this a racial issue? Because everything is a racial issue these okay. days if you look at the left. Uh, you know, uh, <clears throat> we had green stoplight. Well, it's racist. I mean, they're saying crazy things about what is caused by racism in this country. Listen, right. all, that, change listen all, kind of all that should matter here is whether or not Kyle Rittenhouse, now, is he now 18? He is. Then He's 17. Now. He shot three people. Two of them died in a, in a uh, in the, during the riots in Kenosha, Wisconsin, on the streets. Uh, only thing that matters is when he shot those people, was he acting in self-defense or not? It seems, yeah, and it seems clear to me at least, it clearly self-defense. It doesn't matter. I personally... Tim thinks uh, it's unwise to go inject yourself into a lawless situation like that when you're not a police officer. All right? Right. So had my son done this, I would have been very upset with him. That's me. I'm, you know, okay? But that does, my feelings about the judgment of doing this or not doesn't that's not an issue either. Right, right. Whether there's going to be a riot in the street uh, as a result of the verdict, uh, n- none of this, none of this matters. This is a court case about a guy where where he shot two people, he shot three people, two of them died. Was that murder or not? Or was that was him acting in self defense? Listen, uh, so calling him a vigilante, if you want to. That's not, that's irrelevant. Doesn't matter whether he's a vigilante, so to speak. Not, none of this matters. Did he act in self defense or not? He had a legal right to carry that weapon. Right. That's and he had a legal proven. right to be there. He had a legal right to be he there. Did nothing illegal. He had a legal right to carry that weapon. So those, those factors don't even matter. No. All that matters is did he act in self defense or not? If you watch the videos, if you listen to the testimony, uh, I don't see how you come to any conclusion, but but that he was acting in self-defense. He was attacked, and had he not shot these people, he'd be dead today. I'm convinced of that. But what happened here, the people on the left, here we go again. We're Jesse Smollettin. Huh? We're, we're, we're trying to drum up a racial issue here when it's not a racial issue. The two people that died were white. Kyle Rittenhouse is white. All the attorneys are white. Uh, the judge is white. The judge is white. Uh, this, it's not. So, and, and by the way, you got looked like to me a couple dozen people out in front of the courthouse. This isn't people. This right now, at least, this is not a major. This may be a bunch of media hype. Yeah. And uh, and I think the the governor has done the right thing there by sending in. I guess the governor 
of the state of Wisconsin sending in the National Guard to quell any kind of rioting, which kind of proves Kyle Rittenhouse's point for going down to Kenosha in the first place. It's always these left-wingers that are burning things down right. and, break, and, and looting and rioting. Why is that? Right. Why didn't anybody condemn that in right. the left-wing media? We'll see you tomorrow. Take care, everybody.